right, and thanks for joining us for episode 61 of the Twisted Stitches podcast. We're your host, Twee and Kimberly, and today we're recording on Saturday, July 8th, 2017. It's right 2 now. o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. <clears throat> it is afternoon. You're right. Right. Um, how's it going? Uh, it's okay. Good. Not too bad. Um, I had a short work week, which was nice. It was really nice, wasn't it? Yeah. Although I have to admit, it was like a really um, hard work week. Like, just the work itself was really Oh, really? Yeah. We had like some crazy yeah. clients and stuff. Yeah. So I just feel like... It was three, two and a half days because we had a half day on Friday, but it felt like a full work week right, for us. Right. Yeah. It was. So long. we had the Fourth of July holiday uh, this earlier this week for you guys who are in the United States, or you know, hopefully you guys had some time off too. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. I love Fourth of July weekend. It's always nice when Fourth of July falls in the middle of the week, at least for us, because our jobs usually will give you an extra day or two. Yeah. Um, so it was on Tuesday this year, and so they gave us Monday and Tuesday off, which was really nice, and I went home to visit my family, and that was cool, nothing too exciting. What about you? What did you do? We didn't do much. We went to a friend's barbecue, Mm -hmm. and then mostly we just stayed at home that night and prayed that the random illegal fireworks that happened outside my house did not wake the blueberry up. Um, yeah, they were really bad this year. We haven't had them this bad. They started, like, three days. They started Friday night. Yeah. And then they continued on. But actually, the the fireworks that night were so bad. It sounded like they were actually a show. Like, there was a show. Mm-hmm. But there was not supposed to be a show. Right. But it sounded like maybe someone actually put on a show, you know? And they probably did in their backyard. Yeah. <clears throat> so... Thanks. Good thing there were no fires. I'm just worried about... I'm more worried about fires because it's very dry here. Yeah, I am too. I I feel like I'm always thinking, really? Like it's super hot and super dry, and you're gonna light some fireworks, like like at least if you're gonna do fireworks, make sure you're prepared, right? With like a fire extinguisher and like you have the fire department. You know, like people need permits for this stuff. Anyway, I'm very afraid of fire, so that As might you also should play be. into it. It's a yeah. very dangerous element. <laughs> yeah, um, but I think it was a really nice break. Hopefully, everyone else had a good time. Yeah, I hope you guys at least. Um, Hopefully in the United States at least had a couple days off or something to rest and relax and get your knit on. Yeah. Did you get knitting done over the uh, holiday? I did. I knit a lot, actually. That's good. Um, which has been a lot of fun. It's also, you know, I feel like um, when you're knitting <clears throat> when you're knitting with maybe thicker yarn or like a, you know, wider gauge, um, I just feel like maybe more accomplished. I think so, that's what most people feel. Yeah, but, you know, sometimes, like, with Ashburn, you know, I, like, knit, I think, basically the same amount of time, but it, it because it was fingering weight, it just felt like it took forever, so I didn't feel accomplished, but I think this time, I was, like, very proud of myself. I was like, oh, I'm knitting very fast, even though I'm not knitting any faster than I usually do, but mm-hmm. I feel like I knit a lot. It's good. How about you? Did you take home a lot of knitting? Mm, yeah, I mean, I generally pack a lot of knitting and then don't knit at all. Well, I feel like that's the danger of when you when you can drive somewhere. Yeah. You always pack more than you kind of need because you can because you have a car. Right. You can pack 
your yeah, I just, I mean, I took a, like three or four projects, and I think I only worked on one, and not that much, because when I'm at home, I don't, like, sit and watch TV that much, you know what I mean? But even when you're, like, with your parents, right, at night? Yeah. You're sitting there knitting, or... No, I mean, if we're watching TV, sometimes I will, but we don't watch that much, I don't watch that much TV with them. Right. Um, sometimes if we rent something, you know what I mean? Yeah. I just, I tend to read more, because I'll just go into my room and read. Oh, right, right, right. Oh, I can't wait to talk to you about reading. Oh, really? Yeah, that's fun. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. But that's cool. So what are you knitting now? Um, I see you're knitting something. Yeah, I'll talk about this last, though, because it's, like, the newest thing. Um, Let me look at my notes again. I can't remember what I'm doing. I'm knitting. Oh, I've knit a little bit more on my Slay Me shawl. I mean, you guys are going to hear me talk about that for, like, ever, uh, just because it's going to be a while. I finished the slip stitch section that I had been working on and started the mesh lace section. Mm-hmm. And it just alternates, like, slip stitches and then mesh lace. And all the while, it sort of increases. <clears throat> so it starts off in one corner and then sort of increases, so it's an asymmetrical triangle. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to keep doing that for a while. Uh, nothing too exciting on that front. Uh, I mean, I I still really like the yarn. It's really fun. Mm -hmm. And I like that it's Buffy themed. Yeah, I like the Buffy themes. Yeah. Um, What else am I working on? I also worked on my Rosity Roller Socks. I actually got a a really good amount done uh, over the holiday and over like the last couple weeks. I finished one whole sock and started the second sock. But then I finished the heel on the second sock, and that's when I was uh, I was doing the double gusset heel yeah. just to give it a try. And I finished one whole sock, and you know it fit okay. And I was just gonna make another one, you know, just to, you know, make two matching socks. And I was making the second sock, and I finished the heel, and you know I just didn't like it. Oh, I thought wow. the heel looked funky, and I didn't like the way it decreased on the bottom. I don't know. Oh, you I, liked it the first time. I mean, I thought it was okay. Right. I didn't love it, but I just, you know, because I wanted to try a new heel, I thought it would be fun. I mean, it was kind of fun doing it, Um, but, you know, after making, you know, finishing the second heel and gusset stitches on the second sock, I just kept looking at it and thinking, I just don't think I love this. Yeah. This was, I think, yesterday or the day before. Yesterday? It might have been just yesterday. And so I ended up ripping... The gusset stitches and heel turn from the second sock out and restarting it, um, just doing the normal gusset stitches where you just do it on the side of the foot. Mm-hmm. And then I also unpicked um, the, bind, uh, the bind off of the first sock, which I had completed and sewn in the ends, because I always sew in the ends um, after I finish the sock, and ripped back all the way back to the like heel flap again. Whoa. Because I just, yeah. So I'm just going to... You really didn't like it. I mean, it's not like I didn't, like... It's just, like, why finish it if I'm not going to, like, want to wear it? Do you think it felt different? Like, it felt uncomfortable or... Yeah, it just felt a little different. And I just didn't like the way it looked. The heel... It wasn't the gusset stitches, the gusset on the bottom that looked bad to me. It was the... The heel itself, the heel turn. I don't know why, because it was sort of the same heel turn. And maybe it was just because the way the gusset uh, decreases went... It just looked bulkier. Yeah. You know? I don't know. It just, it didn't look as good to me, and it felt, like, looser. It didn't fit as well. So, I don't know. That's I wasn't. I mean, it's fine, you know? 
there's like a million different kinds of heels and decreases and you know toes and all those things so I mean I'm glad I tried it now I know I don't really love it <laughs> yeah so basically I'm sort of back to the very beginning both socks are sort of at the same place they're just right they're kind of at the heel flap right now so yeah that was kind of a bummer I'm sorry <laughs> you sound so sad. I'm not that sad. Why are you so sad? You sound like really sad. No, it's not. You people rip stuff all the time. I know. I always like get really frustrated when I have to rip something back. You're very calm about it. I mean, it's mostly an- I like cry as I rip. It's annoying, back. but it makes you. It makes me feel better because then I'm not working on something. I'm gonna finish and then not like. like then it. what am I gonna do with it? Yeah. You know, and I'll just have wasted really pretty yarn on something that doesn't fit or that I don't like. No, it's true. I mean, I actually just had, um, no, you're totally right. I was just thinking about this other thing that I, that's happening. Yeah. Um, (laughs) that's happening this morning. Um, I kind of had the blueberry in the, the yarn room with me and I kind of pulled out a bunch of yarn and I was trying to figure out like what projects I even have open, like that I'm doing because there's like a bunch of projects and project bags that I've forgotten about. And really? I found, yeah. And there I probably found, aren't that many. There's not that many, but I, yeah. I do forget because because I'm so monogamous, I do forget about the other things that I'm working on and um, if I'm not super focused on it. So I found this baby blanket that I've actually started that maybe I'm like a quarter of the way done. Which baby blanket? Right, exactly. So it's the Sublime. I was using Sublime. I vaguely remember it's that. It's like green. Yeah. Um, and it's really pretty, but I think I'm going to rip it back because I don't have enough yarn to finish. Yeah, I think you were worried about yeah, not having enough yarn. I remember yeah, that. I don't have enough yarn to finish, yeah. and then I thought, oh, the the line has been, that that yarn has been discontinued. Right, they don't make Sublime anymore. Yeah, so then I have to find it, which probably isn't that hard, but yeah. if I go on eBay or something. But I'm just kind of like, I don't really want to buy more yarn for this baby blanket. Right. Um, Can you make it, could you make it smaller? Uh, yeah, I could make it smaller, but I'd, I'd still have to rip it out. Oh. Because what's happened is that it's just too wide. Right, right. It's just too wide. So, anyway, um, I w- that reminds me of this morning, because I actually have it. It's up there. It's okay. up on the shelf. In okay. the corner. Yeah. And I've got two balls left and definitely need more than two balls to finish it. You could probably make a baby sweater. Yeah, I could. I think you'd have I'd probably enough have enough for that. baby sweater. Um, but in general, I'm just kind of like... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think that's... I might rip it out, yeah. I think that's good for people, you know, knitters will do that. They'll go through their, all their whips and then figure out, do I want to keep this and keep going at some point, or do I just want to rip it out? Have you lost interest? You know, or sometimes it's so long, it just doesn't suit you anymore, or you're over that color or pattern, or in the midst of knitting it, you realize that uh, you don't want it anymore. Yeah, like I, have, I found this other um, scarf I was... See the green one? Uh, no, I did find the green uh, okay. one, too. I have this beautiful green the scarf. The Brooklyn green one? Yeah, that I'm kind of in the middle. But I'm not going to rip that out. No, yeah. I know I, I like that one. that one. I just want to know if you found it. <laughs> yeah, I still love that one. I'm okay. still going to do that. I just don't do it because it's a big cable scarf, and it's um, it's beautiful, but I can't, like, I need to sit and concentrate. I can't watch anything when I do it. Right. Um, and you actually need two. I use two cable hooks. To, um, cable needle? Cable needles, yeah. Cable without a... Have you still not learned how to cable without a cable needle? No, I mean, they... Well, yeah, definitely no. Okay. I haven't learned that. But, yeah, you definitely need two of them because one at one point, it's like the, they, you have two that hang in the back and two that hang in the front. Right. 
and then you knit like so you need well that's how all cables go right well no i mean oh. like you have two cable needles separate cable needles oh. so you have four you have your two okay. regular needles and you have two cable needles one yeah in the front i mean i just unless they're really huge cables like six by six or something i just came without a cable you just needle. do it without a cable needle it's just too fiddly with for me I'll give you this oh, little, I don't mind them. have these little bits hanging off of it, and then they always slip off. Like, I can't do it. Oh, I don't mind them. It's so much easier for me not to do it. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of like them just because I can, I yeah. can see where I'm going a little oh, bit. Oh, I know. I mean, a lot of people really like them, and they're really pretty ones you can buy, too, now. Made oh, out of, like, really? You know, bone or, like, wood, and they're really cute, but... I just, the bone of your enemies? I mean... The bones of your enemies? Yes. I would like a cable needle. Made out of the bones of made your enemies? Made out of my bones of my enemies. Okay. Yeah, let's write that down. Well, Christmas present! <laughs> I never forget who your enemies are, though. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you have any. I don't know. I'll get back to you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'll give you a list. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> your choice. Your choice. Yeah. Whose bones would you like? Anyway, um, that went dark. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so I think I'm going to rip that back. Yeah. Um, and then, oh, no, it was a scarf. It was a scarf that I used. Um, do you remember we bought... The sock yarn. Mm-hmm. It was. It was. Um. Um. It wasn't Malabrigo. It was. Okay. It was. It's red. It's red. It was like pinky red. Hold okay. on. What was oh, it? I'm just gonna go get it. It was this. I found this again. Oops. Oh. Do you remember that? So this is. It is Malabrigo. It is Malabrigo. Yeah, it's like Archangel. Oh, maybe that's it. Okay. So. Oh yeah, yeah. This is cute. Right. So I found this the ribbon. Again. It's like ribbon lace. Yeah. yeah, lace ribbon. Oops. Yeah. Um, and I was sort of like really... some lace ribbon scarf by who is this? Is it Veronica Avery? Maybe. Uh, it might be actually. Is it a knitty pattern? Yes, it is a knitty pattern. Yeah, it is Veronica Avery, and it is knitty. Yeah, this is a cute one. Isn't that cute? But it's very, I can see how it's very repetitive. Like, you're just doing this lace chart, this 24-row lace chart, but it's a scarf. You know scarves? Yeah. Like, scarves, I can't say. People just, I understand why knitters don't want to make scarves. Yeah. It, they get really monotonous. Yeah. So what do you, what's the verdict on this one? Well, I think I am going to, I forgot, so I did like, legit forget about that one. I forgot about this and one. And I actually always find it. Like It's I, so pretty, though. I always find it somewhere, and I'm like, oh, wait, I really like that. I'm so silly. Anyway, so, yeah, I think I'm going to, I'm not going to rip it out. Do you I know think, where in the chart you are? No. You could figure it out, though. It's only a 20. It's not that hard. It just, yeah. yeah. I don't think I'll have a problem figuring out what chart. What Where I am on the chart. Yeah. Um, but I do think that I'm going to probably, um, I don't want to say I'm not going to, I don't think I'm going to rip it out. I think I'm going to keep it. Okay. Pretty sure I'm going to keep it. But, you know. It would be a really cute, like, spring scarf. Yeah, right? Yeah. It was just funny because I was, it, you know, I went through that stuff and I thought, oh, should I rip this out? But I think I am going to rip. Anyway, that's yeah. what I did this morning. But oh, that's okay. what it reminds me because when I think about ripping something out, it makes me really sad because I think of those hours and that, you know, when you start a new project, you're all really excited. Like, you can't wait for it to be finished, and you want to see how it turns yeah. out. And I feel like it's, like, kind of, for me, it's, like, kind of, hurt, like, disappointing when I have to rip something out. So mm. it's, like, emotion. It's more emotional than it should be for me, I, I guess. guess. You know I mean, I understand what you're saying, but I guess for me, it's more, like, being realistic and saying, oh, I'm not going to finish this. Let's rip it. Let's decide if I want to get rid of this yarn or use it for something else that I am going to love. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it whittles down the whip pile. 
So I usually feel pretty good, actually. Right. You're like, I mean, it's still kind of bummed. Like, if you worked a lot on it, it's a bummer. I feel more annoyed when I have to just rip stuff that I'm, like, currently knitting. Like, I messed up or, you know, I don't like the way it's going and I have to redo it, you know, versus deciding that I just don't want something at all and ripping the entire thing. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. That feels good to me, but there's definitely been times when I've just ripped and re-knit a certain section of something, so like, you no know, three or four times, and it gets super frustrating after a while, you know? Yeah, no, that's true. But each time you do it, hopefully you get better at it, you know, and it gets faster than one part you keep messing up, you know? I hope so. I hope so. I mean, you just gotta learn from your mistakes, right? Yeah, it's true. I just always feel so sad. Like, oh, oh. I have big hopes for that. Anyway. What, so wait, you... You ripped that blanket? That was the only thing you ripped? I think I'm going to rip the blanket. Yeah, I haven't ripped the blanket. Oh, you haven't, yeah. Was that the only thing you found that you were going to rip? Uh, Yeah, because, again, I'm pretty monogamous with my knitting. Right, that's why I thought it was funny that you even found anything. Yeah, because then I kind of put stuff away, and I'm like, oh, wait. But I knew that green scarf was hiding. I knew you hadn't finished that. Oh, yeah, and I love the the green scarf. You know what? You haven't finished. I do. Did you actually finish the hat that you made out of the lemonade shop? No. Okay. So, did I tell you about that? I mean, I, I think, think you I did, but I don't remember if you, like, picked it up again or not. No, so I didn't... It was going to be too small or too big? Sm- too small. Too for small for... Yeah. So, I am going to pick it up again, but I'm actually going to rip it out, and I'm going to I'm gonna make the same hat. Oh, you are? I'm going to make the same hat, I think. Are you I'm just going to cast on less or something? Um, oh, that one I was going to continue on. I'm going to make a different hat. That one I'm going to rip out, because I'm not that far. Yeah. That one I'm going to rip out and make a different hat. Okay. But I'm going to make a hat. Okay. With it. But I haven't decided what. What? It's actually just sitting on my dresser right now. Okay. That's the other thing, too. I think I'm just kind of, I don't want to say I'm over-fingering weight yarn, but I think I'm going to take a break from it for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe, I think I'll start, like, one big project with it. Like, maybe a, the fade or right. one of my kits or something. Right. But I think the majority of my time I'm going to do a little bit, maybe, DK or worsted Focus on DK or worsted projects. Okay. Which is funny, because it's summer. You'd think I wouldn't want to do that, but... I mean, you... I know you don't like working with thin yarn. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. Well, what else are you working on? Um, I'm actually working... What I'm working on right now is the, um... Color... Um... Color Feel? Yeah, sorry. Color Feel by Kemper Ray. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the one that I talked to last week about. I was going to cast on no really I'm gonna cast on this time right and um it's funny because this is the one that I've been working on for a while now all week or the last two weeks and I'm really far into it I was teasing Twee because I texted her a picture and she's like oh it looks great and she said um hey you know you better slow down because you're not gonna have it for the trip like I'll be done with it right. by the time I'm well your point was to like have it for the airplane yeah I started for the airplane and stuff. Yeah, and um, I'm here to tell you, she's totally right, yeah. so I'm going to be finishing this before my trip, so now I have <laughs> but to you, Now you have to find now. another yeah. project to start. Yeah, I have two um, I have two ideas okay. that I've looked at, but yeah, so I'm really pretty far. I'm on the fifth, so which is the last um, repeat? repeat of the um, slip, stitch. slip stitch pattern okay. section, yeah. and then we're going to do a couple of rows of like yeah. alternating colors, Yeah. and then yeah. there's a couple... Then like a border. Like a border, and then a bind off. So right. I think so, I'm actually going to be done yeah. probably in the next week or two, definitely yeah. by the time we podcast next. Yeah. Um, and I, I go away towards the 
later part of July. So <clears throat> yeah. I just um, ha- I, I'm going to start like a, another project probably. Or I would week. just start something and put it away versus yeah. <laughs> continuing to work on it. Yeah. Uh, do you want to talk about your yarn? Because we did last time, but now that you're actually using it. Oh, God, yeah, it's so good. So it's, um, I'm so pleased with it. Yeah. So this is a two-color shawl. This is a two-color shawl. I'm mostly going to say Yeah, I made one not too long ago. So this is a um, stitched together um, in Birdie Bots, and that's a Dreamy DK. Right. Um, and Birdie Box is like this kind of, I want to say, creamy white mm-hmm. with tints of pastels in it. But yeah. then it's like a it's little kind of like, It's kind of almost like an aqua yeah. wash over a lot of it. Yeah. It's it's like a, like filtered, like in like photography. You know, you have like some sort of like oh. sepia filter. This yeah. is like a bluish aqua filter. And then I have the... Um, contrast. The contrast color is like a tealy blue. Right. It's more of a... It's a solid. Solid, tonal. Yeah. yeah. And it's called Enzula. Um, and Cricket Yarn is um, also a DK. I like Enzula. It's really pretty. And the color is Paradise. And yeah, so I wanted yeah. to, when I, Twee actually bought, Twee was with me when we bought this um, contrast color. Because I was yeah. originally, I had the first color, um, the variegated color first. And I was trying to get, the, it has this like really nice kind of hot purplish yeah. color that I was trying to match to well, bring it out. We I couldn't we, find either that or we found it, but it was like the, it was only in fingering weight or something. Yeah, I couldn't remember. Weight. Yeah, it was yeah. something just it just didn't work, so we kept looking. We kept looking, and we were at Wild Fiber in Santa Monica. Yeah, and um, they're very nice there, and they are. <laughs> and we were kind of like, oh, all the yeah, we pulled all the, I pulled yeah. all the, no joke, but um, by accident we found this blue, mm-hmm. and it just matched so perfectly. Yeah, that I kind of abandoned the purple idea. Yeah. I like it. Yours has yours is more yours is higher contrast than mine, uh, because my contrast color uh, is also slightly. Uh, it's not as like a solid solid. It's also kind of like variegated. a speckled variegated. Yeah. So it, it almost matches too well with my uh, main color. Right. It still looks different, but I like that yours is so like high contrast. It's like you know you can definitely tell there's you know, one color that's much lighter and speckled, and then there's, like, this really fun, bright solid, you know? Yeah, it's definitely... Like, it's very um, graphic. I like it. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. I really... I think it's coming out way better than I thought it would. <laughs> Not like I didn't think it was going to be good. Right, right. I'm enjoying it a lot more. And then... Um, yeah, you've been knitting... It's been going real fast. <laughs> it's been going really fast, which is great. But, um, so I was telling Twee, like, I, I, it's not like I wasn't paying attention, but I was kind of maybe not paying attention well, because I was watching know. TV. And um, all of a sudden I look down, and in the pattern they give you the number of stitches you're supposed to have per mm-hmm. row, um, per section at the end of each section. And I, was, right. I wasn't I was totally off, but I was definitely off by, like, maybe two or four rows. Two stitches? Uh, no, two or four rows. So it was, like, oh. four or six or twelve stitches. Because I'm much longer than I'm supposed to be. So you just need too many rows. Yeah. I but you were increasing rows. on every row. Like yeah, I was increasing so you, perfect. So like, you, yeah. So you were off by stitches and rows. Yeah. So um, to, I could have pulled back, but I didn't. Right. Um, and it's really so, hard to tell. I would just be more worried if you thought you were going to, you know, run, run out of yarn. yarn. Yeah. Um, but I didn't. And then I remembered what Tweez um, color field looked like mm-hmm. as well. And I didn't mind if it was a little bigger. Right, right. So I think we talked about that when yeah. we finished it. So I thought, oh, I'll yeah. just carry on. Yeah. So my sections are actually shorter 
like there's not as many rows in the stockinette stitch section. Oh, okay. I made them shorter, so instead of um, to make up for the ones to that make up too many, yeah, too many rows. Yeah. yeah. So I'm still like higher. I I still have a greater number of stitches per row. Okay. On each row, but my sections are just a little bit shorter. Shorter. Okay. Um, if that makes sense. So, but we're gonna see how it turns out. I don't think I'm in danger still of running out of yarn. Um, I don't think you will. I mean, we'll figure it out if you do, but yeah, I think you'll be okay. But I think I'm okay. I did have a little leftover. Not a lot, but I did have a little leftover. Yeah, and you know, there's like a whole border thing. I can use the contrast yeah, color. Yeah, you could more. even use a, another contrast color if you ran out. You could use, you know, a hot pink or, you yeah. know, you have a, there's a lot of colors you can choose from in your main color because it's speckled. Yeah. So if you had to, you could just choose an, a completely different color and make it a three color shawl, which I think would be really fun too. Yeah. Well, the other thing is, um, on the directions, they said, oh, cut the contrast color. They were saying to cut it every time oh. it um, you change. Mm -hmm. But I didn't do that. I just carried it up along the side. Oh, did you? Yeah, because I just don't like... I think it's on the other side. Okay. Um, I just really don't like the... I, I don't want to weave in anything more than I have to. I mean, I didn't either. They, they just seemed... Oh, yours doesn't look too bad. No. I just didn't want to carry it up that far, personally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, th I think I, it would have bothered me, so... If it doesn't bother you, you like the way it looks, then it's fine. Oh, yeah. I was yeah. like, I, if I don't have to... like, I did have to ends. weave in a lot. I had to weave in a lot of ends. There yeah. were a lot of ends. I don't want to weave in the ends. So, um, so I did that, but I'm wondering, maybe that actually saved me some contrast color as well, because if I'm just mm, that's true. pulling it up and I'm not weaving it in. Right, if you don't have all these dangling, like, ends, like, six inches of ends. Yeah, so... That's true, that might save you a little bit. Yeah, so I feel like, you know, if anything, I can just use the contrast color. Okay. But I, I, I think I'll be fine. But yeah, I've been actually really enjoying it. So that's cool. I'm pretty excited. Yeah. It's pretty, yeah, we should, the next time, well, in the fall or winter, the next time there's some kind of event like knitting event one of the stores or something we should both wear our color fields that'd be fun that would be fun yeah right? that'd be fun yeah. yeah yeah so we'll be like this is what we did this yeah. is what i did this, this is, is what this we did yeah i think it would be fun yeah it's cool cool um so that's what i'm working on are awesome. you 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 want to talk about what you're knitting on yeah well speaking of ripping i'm i'm swatching i started swatching for something yesterday which i've been meaning to do for a while um and it's a sweater yeah we never knit sweaters here well, you were on a sweater kick. Well, I want to knit sweaters in my head. Yeah. But then I'm like, and then I end up starting like shawls and socks and hats. Yeah. And so um, I've been carrying around this yarn to swatch for a while, and I finally just decided to start yesterday. That's awesome. So this yarn is just Cascade, this is some Cascade 220 Heathers. And I've had it for a while, and it used to be a part of another cardigan that I had started. I can't remember the name of the cardigan now, but it was by Amy Christopher's. And it was just one of those things where there was nothing wrong with the, the sweater itself, but I didn't work on it monogamously, and it was a pattern. It was sort of like this broken rib, mm -hmm. and uh, there were, you know, there was like armhole shaping and all this stuff, and you were supposed to stay in pattern, and they didn't really tell you how to stay in pattern, and I just did my best to, you know, to keep in pattern, but I didn't think, I don't think I was doing it right, so I was always kind of, eh, about that part, and then I put it down for you know, six months, and then I couldn't remember where I was. That really, that's hard. That's why I feel like, especially with sweaters, like, you can't really stop for that long, because I always feel yeah, like... Yeah, I don't think you should. Really yeah. Or at least I'm really lost when yeah. I do that. No, I agree. I agree. And a while ago, I just had made the decision to myself that I was going to rip it, because I wasn't sure where I was anymore, and it just... I didn't want to keep continuing 
You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I just, yeah. So I decided to rip it, and uh, I I think I did that a while ago, and it just sat in the uh, knitting bag for, um, you know, till now. And so, I mean, this is just a worsted weight yarn. You guys probably know good old Cascade 220. I'm re-swatching. I did swatch originally when I started the other sweater, but that was a couple years ago at least, and... I'm not sure if my gauge has changed. So, um, yeah, I'm just knitting a big giant square. Um, I'm going to, I'm planning to make the shore cardigan. And I want to show Kimberly the picture, but I just threw it down here somewhere and I'm not sure where it is. And I don't know where it is now. Where are you? Oh, it's actually next to me. (laughs) (laughs) The shore cardigan is by Carrie Bostick Hogue. And here you go. Oh, that's really pretty. pretty. Yeah, it's yeah. a cardigan, and it has some A-line shaping in the back, so it kind of has a high-low hem. Yeah. And is there a chart? No, I don't think so, because it's just stuck in it. Oh, yeah, I see. Yeah, it's just okay. stuck in that. And this was from a book, Maine, I think. Oh, yeah, it's very, like, like, um, northeastern. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, oh, it's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty. I like the buttons she uses. Yeah, these are cute. Nice I'm not sure how this hem is really going to look. I just like the way it looks. Yeah. Um, is it for you? Yeah, it's for me. I'm not sure what size to make. I was thinking it says zero to two inches of positive ease. And I feel like I kind of fall in between sizes. Mm-hmm. Like the 30, there's a 39 and a half bust, finished bust, that I think will be closer to the zero ease. Because mm-hmm. I have a wide chest. <laughs> but 43, Ow! I know, 43 might be too big so I'm gonna check my gauge if I'm a little loose uh, I think I might it might be okay and I'll just go for the 39 and a half yeah um because it is a cardigan yeah so it seems like it should be a little bit more form-fitting than if it was a pullover yeah and the thing is with cardigan she has a style like style buttoned up yeah but I also you rarely, rarely button up. it's too yeah it's too warm and I'm usually like in an office so I feel like I'll be okay with you know, sort of, like, less ease. But we'll see. I'm going to see what my gauge is like. Um, and I'm knitting a pretty big swatch. <laughs> I don't know why. I just yeah. was like, I'm just going to make a big swatch. I thought you were knitting something. Nah, this is just a swatch. You know, right? It's pretty big. It's, like, six inches wide. Yeah. But that's fine. And she's still going. Yeah, I mean, I'm just doing it while we pod, so. Yeah, sure. Yeah, so I'm swatching for that, which is exciting. Um, but that's, yeah, that's what I've been working on. I did pull out... Uh, my fade a little bit, but there's nothing to report on that, so I'm gonna try to put some some rows on that this week. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I know. Yeah. I should really start the fade, because I think it'll take me years. <laughs> I know. I probably will. You picked your colors already, right, though? I did. I picked all my colors, okay. and everything's wound. Oh, it is wound. I did. I wound That's the hardest everything. part for me. Uh, I wound a bunch of stuff the other day, and okay. um, yeah, it was like, I was so frustrated by the time I, you know, I don't, that's, I don't like winding yarn. I don't, oh, I don't either. I don't find it enjoyable. I hate it. Um, I, I like would rather spend my time knitting and then, you know, with the blueberry, it's like you only have so many hours and you're oh. going to spend like half an hour winding all your yarn. Right. And then a lot of times I feel like I get super frustrated easily when things don't, um, you know, come off the, um, yeah, occasionally we get little switch. tangles yeah. or whatever, and which happens. Like, ah. Totally not unusual but when you're just trying to when you hate it already yeah and then it is a pain or tangles we used to have a co-worker that was really nice and she would wind all of our yarn 
Because she had a Swift. Yeah, she had an office. She would just keep office. it in her office. Yeah. She actually didn't knit a ton. She liked to crochet and knit. But I, for someone who would, like, keep it in their office, you think that they would do it a lot more. I just don't think, you know, not in a bad way. I just mean, so, I think she just had room in her office. And we were doing, like, sort of a charity knitting club at work. Yeah. And so she just brought in her Swift and ball winder and left it there. So sometimes at lunch we would just do it or she would just do it for you. Yeah, she'd be like, oh, I'll do it for you. Yeah. Like, really? Are you sure? I think she also wanted a break from work, you know. Yeah, yeah. It gives you, like, a couple minutes to, like, Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. If If you're taking a couple minutes out of work, which you're already tired of, that seems like an okay break. Yeah. But if it's, like, you're spending half an hour when you can't, could be you know, playing with your kid or taking a nap, then it's yeah. not so fun. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, I hate it too. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah, so I'm happy that the fade yarn is actually wound already. Mm-hmm. I had it wound already, but um, I am kind of um, a little anxious to start it. Because I feel like once I start it, I'll feel better about it. Yeah. You just kind of... Because I have a better idea. Yeah, a better idea of how it's going to go yeah. or what's in it. Lots of stuff to start. Se. A lot of stuff to start. That's okay. true. It is true. Well, I was gonna say I can't remember now. Is are you gonna bring that to uh, the fade? Yeah, I'm still thinking about it. I okay. know that seems crazy. I know that seems crazy. Why does that seem crazy? Because I feel like that's a lot of yarn. I'm a, I wouldn't bring all of the colors. I would only maybe bring like one or two of the colors. But... Well, the first color is only. It's a very short. Like it's, it's a little tail. Oh, right. So you don't use very, like, I feel like you need at least, like, two or three. The first color you don't use for very long. But you can put, maybe you can put the first color back into the shawl, like, later on. I feel No, like no, she, you can. Yeah. Our friend did. She, I, I think she used, like, a couple of main colors and then, like, a bunch of pops, you know? Yeah. We just saw it the other day, remember? Yeah. I feel like her main colors, she would bring colors back in. Yeah, I'm so. going to bring the first color back in because I um, really like, it's a, pretty pink on that same end though um because if you're not gonna do it on that end you're still gonna need more colors because you won't be using it until later you know what i mean yeah no it'll probably be maybe in the middle okay i can probably get it back in the middle because yeah. in the same color kind of family yeah. family yeah right. so i don't know that's what i mean but you should probably start it or at least read the directions and that way you can better gauge how much yarn you would need if you yeah. were going to bring it with you somewhere. Yeah, I'm probably not going to bring that one. Okay. Um, I'm probably going to bring this scarf that I wanted to start. Okay. Um, or the Beauty and the Beast tails all this time. Cowl, yeah. But, again, not sure. I was planning on bringing what I'm knitting now. And right. now that's going to be done. Yeah. So. I mean, that's what I recommended. I recommended the cowl. I recommended the cowl. Because once you get it started, I think it's just knitting in a circle yeah which would be really easy which is easy and also um good for travel because mm-hmm. i only need to bring one right you don't have to worry oh. about dropping a needle or yeah yeah oh that too there's two colors but you wouldn't get through more yeah you than wouldn't one. get through more than one you wouldn't i know <laughs> like no way so yeah yeah okay is that all you're working on yeah that's it okay um what's next kimberly <gasps> faux show what? What? Faux show? Does Kimberly have a faux show? Well, yes, I do. I do have a faux show. <laughs> yes, I do. Oh, I'm so excited. I can't wait to talk about it. Oh, me too. Me too. Oh, my God. <laughs> like talking to yourself. I never have a faux show. So my faux show is... What is it? 
Ashburn. Yay! I finished Ashburn. Yay! How long have we been talking about Ashburn? Uh, it's the pattern by Melanie Berg. Um, I used three colors. There's pictures on Ravelry. Um, if you were my friend on Ravelry, um, mm -hmm. it is under Ashburn, under my projects. It says, finished! Yeah. And yesterday's date, because I finished it yesterday. Um, I wove in the ends today, but I actually block. I, I was going to ask. So I've noticed I actually like to block before I weave in the ends. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know if that's a thing for some people, but I find it much more, I find it easier for me to block before weaving in the ends, only because then I can weave in the ends and I know where the, you know, like, how how right. the yarn is falling. Yeah, I mean, I kind of do the opposite. I mean, it's the same reason, though. I weave in the ends, then block it before cutting off the ends, though. Because when I block it, things will stretch and move. Right, right. So I don't want to cut it. Uh, cut the ends because then what if, you know, things aren't the where they used to be and like things will poke out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's why the only reason. I mean, I feel like your way is kind of similar. Yeah. Because that way you know once you block it and then you weave in the ends, it's not going to grow anymore because you've already blocked it. Yeah. So yeah, it's just though. like yeah, I feel like it's a similar concept, but you're just doing it kind of in a different order than me. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I did it yesterday. It is really pretty. It is really big. It's much longer than I thought it was going to be. I don't know why this is. I don't know Wait, why. so you haven't blocked it yet? No, I did block it. Oh, you did block yeah, it. Okay, I yeah. I was going to say, it looks, it looks pretty long. everything this morning. Yeah. Okay. It's really long. Um, I don't mind it being that long. It loops mm -hmm. around my neck a couple times. If you're my friend on Ravelry, you will see that the first picture mm -hmm. is me. Okay. Wearing it. Okay. And Iron Muffin is photobombing Oh, yeah. Can I post that one? Yeah, you can post that one. Because she emailed it. I mean, she texted it to me, and the photobomb's pretty hilarious. It's really funny. So he walked he into the kitchen. He likes the photobomb. He does. He walked into the kitchen, he looks at me, and goes, are you admiring yourself? And I was like, no, this is my new scarf, my new shawl. I said, this is for Rowlery. And he's like, oh, oh, cool. And then he, like, wanders in the back, and then as I'm taking the picture, I see him, like, poke his little Iron Muffin head out. Yeah, it's like a little teeny like, head I want to be in the picture. I'm like, oh, okay. Okay. Um, so, yeah, he's, like, photobombing me in the background. Awesome. So you'll get to see Iron Muffin photobomb. as well. Photobomb, yeah. yeah. An Iron Muffin photobomb. Yeah. Um, I think the picture is really funny, actually. I mean, it is funny. It's pretty funny. So His photobomb face is pretty good. Yeah, he likes his photobomb face. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I'm really, really happy with it. I, oh, I am... Um, I want to mention, remember when we talked about the edging, that Pico... Yeah, Pico bind-off. Pico bind-off. Yeah. Yeah, totally did not understand that from the directions. Oh, no? No. Sorry. Like, at all. Um, where, can you give it to me? Let me see. It's behind you. Let me see it. The directions? No, no, you're... Oh, the yeah. shawl. Yeah. The so shawl is actually... Behind. I actually... Uh, what I did... So this was last night. I'm, like, really did tired. You it? Yeah, and I'm, like, trying to watch Homeland, and... <laughs> Mm, okay. <laughs> that seems too. That seems intense. Pretty intense. I'm trying to watch Homeland, and I'm uh, I'm trying to bind this shawl off, and I'm like, no, I'm gonna do it tonight, right? And my hands hurt, and I do not understand the pattern. Oh, it's so, super cute. We'll see. So this is this is the thing. If you look on the pictures of the bind off, of in the pattern or the pictures of the pat on the pattern. Right, right, right. Okay. Of this part of the the shawl, her bind off is different. It's uh, wider. She has less peaks. Oh. So her peaks are, like, much... I like think she's doing spread it... Spread further apart? Yeah, they're spread much further apart. So how did apart. that happen? So, <laughs> she, her pattern said something like, you know, after you cast on two... Right. And then you put them back on the left, on the side. left side, and then you knit... Um, 
I think what she was doing is, and someone can correct me if I'm wrong, because I again I didn't use this pattern. Right. I just YouTubed it. You just did a pico binder. I just did oh, a there's, pico binder. There's bino. different yeah. ones. Yeah. So the one that she did, I think, is like you knit six. Like you go through six. Oh yeah, yeah. You, which is so why that it's would be away. yeah, yeah. They'd be further apart. Yeah. The mine that I looked at was I did like two, two and four. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I knit four, <laughs> and then I would do the cast so on again for two. So you just picked one four. on YouTube. Yeah, I just picked one. I just picked one that I thought looked nice <coughs> and was easy to understand. I thought you were just going to look it up to see the act- the technique and then follow the pattern. No, because I really didn't understand. Like, oh, okay. Only when I was like doing it did I understand, I think, after I did a few, and then I you saw that back. they were too, yeah, they, they were very, they're very close together, you yeah. see? But yeah, then I was like, well, I'm not going back. Okay. Because, again, Homeland. I'm like, uh-uh. I'm watching Homeland. I'm going to I'm gonna do... It was, like, 9 o'clock at night. I'm kind of okay. tired, kind of delirious. I'm just like, uh-uh. I'm going to bind off. And I knew we were recording today, and I wanted it to be to done. To be done, yeah. And I, I still have to block it, so... I'm okay. sure I have this pattern somewhere. Yeah. No, and it's super... And you know what? Honestly, like, it's totally fine. It's totally cute. No, no it looks like, like a bind off. Bind off. I just yeah. think it's funny that you I'm were... I'm not super that you were upset just, about That it. you just picked one. That's how I roll. I think, too... I'm just I mean, like, whatever. <laughs> I do think if you've never done a Pico bind-off, it's, I think it's understandable that you would think there was only one Pico bind-off. Yeah. You know what I mean? Versus, like, and the, it's still one technique, but, like, you can make it look different yeah. depending on how many of the stitches you cast on and bind off. Well, you know girl, what I mean? What was interesting is that the girl said who, I don't remember which video I watched, I'm okay. sorry, but I watched two, actually, and one of them was kind of badly done, so I, I had to watch the second one. But... The first one... I always want to make people sorry, stuff the second one. Yeah, the second yeah. one was sort of interesting because she said, usually a pico bind-off is when you cast on two, mm-hmm. then you will knit four. It's always double what you've cast on. Oh, okay. I didn't, I didn't know that, obviously, because I'm looking this stuff up on YouTube. Yeah. But So that's why I automatically did four instead of six, which I think the pattern did call for six. Like, okay. To, to yeah, knit yeah. six after the two cast on, which would make the peaks larger. Um, but further apart, further apart. Yeah. but I just thought yeah. like, well, you know, I, I mean, mean, it's fine. It looks, as long as you like the way it looks, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I'm, you could have just bound off without the Picos if you wanted. Well, that's what, and that's the other thing. Some people hate Pico bind off. They don't like the way it looks. So they don't like doing it. Oh yeah. I mean, I actually like the way it looks. I thought it was, I think it's very pretty. And did you again, like pull out the Picos when you were blocking or did you just lay them like kind of pointy? No, I just, Cause leave, you can, you know, like pull them out. Like, yeah, no, I just leave them. them. I, I didn't pin, I didn't touch the picots really. Because okay. I just kind of blocked, like, the, the larger part of the shawl. Mm-hmm. And then even the edges, like, the long pieces, the beginning and the very end, mm. I didn't even block those, really. Because they're, they're just very um, delicate um, and thin. So I just really wanted, like, the majority of the main um, width to be blocked. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of half-blocked. I mean, it's fine. You don't have but to. Fine. Like, I think I was... I yeah. There's definitely people who like to like me. I tend to I don't know. I feel like I don't aggressively block stuff, but it's kind of like in between. Yeah. Depending on it, usually I like to like yeah like straighten it out, like yeah. make it you know pull out. Like, if there's lace and stuff, if there's like yeah. picots, I like to make them kind of pointy. But it's not like I you know well, really, really de- stretch it. Usually. It depends on what it is, and then these picots are sort of like smaller. Yeah. Like, they're kind of, like, almost, I don't want to say they're baubles, but they're not really peaks. Yeah. They don't seem peaks. So I just kind of liked the way they looked in general, oh, but cute. like this. 
And then I thought also, because at one point I was kind of frustrated and I thought, well, I'm just going to bind off. Like, I'm just going to do a regular bind yeah. off. Um, which is fine too. But yeah. then I was like, no, I'm going to look at the shawl and I'm going to be sad that I didn't just yeah. learn how to do a Pico bind off, you know? Well, now you know how to do it. Yeah, now I know how to do it. And it's not scary. It's not really, it's not hard. Yeah. It's not like, yeah, it looks like you're like, how do you do that? But it's yeah. really not hard. Although I do want to mention that every time I look at something and I'm like, this looks terrifying, Twee's like, it's not hard. So... I think Twee's gauge of what's hard and what's not hard. I mean, I don't do anything crazy. You guys listen. It's not like I'm doing, like, crazy mods or, like, crazy Fair Isle. It's just... You're pretty advanced now. But I feel like with knitting, like, what's the worst could happen? Like, just... Yeah, then you you pull it out. Yeah, just look at the directions. Go step by step. Watch a video. If you don't like it, rip it out. Yeah. You know? But I I like... I mean, what do you think? About? The Pico binding. Find off? The bind off, yeah. And it's cute. I like it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what, like, the one, I don't know what the pattern bind-off looks like. I mean, from what you said, I can imagine it, that they're just face further apart. But, um, that's fine. This is cute. It looks like little, like, shark teeth. Teeth, yeah. Yeah. I think they look like little shark teeth. Little shark teeth. Yeah. So that's my faux show. Faux show! I might have another faux show next week. Oh my god, you might. You might. So... And then I'll have to start talking to myself again. I love it when the voice is yeah. Like, yeah. We've run, we've run through this yarn a few times, so you guys can just look at the notes if you guys want to. And it's all in Kimberly's... Ravelry. Project page, too. Yeah. You, project, you said you had a project yeah, page, Yeah, the right? project yeah. page, yeah. And I'll put it in the notes, uh, but we've talked about I this yarn a million times. I put a picture of it on a million the kitchen floor. How long it is. Oh, It, like, good. goes past the stove, past the dishwasher, that's past good. almost to, like... Is there a bunny in the fridge. No? no? there's no bunny. I should have oh, put okay. him on it. You should have put the bunny should have put the bunny right yeah. on it. Yeah. Next time. Next time. Yeah. Very cute. Good job. Thank you. That took forever. <laughs> Feels like forever. But that's the thing with knitting, you know? Yeah, you never know. It's entertaining. It's true. It's not just a finished object. It's true. I don't have anything finished. <gasps> Glad I ripped those socks, though. Bummer, dude. Yeah. Uh, what's next? I'm not sure. What is next? Can we talk about... Um, what? Can we talk retail therapy? Yeah. <gasps> sure. I'm going to talk about what I bought. Did you buy anything? Um, I did buy one thing when I was at home. Okay. Yeah, but go ahead. <gasps> I bought Oh, yeah, you bought crazy things. So I bought stuff, like, a couple weeks ago, but then it didn't come because it was being made, right? And okay, it, it arrived. It arrived at the same time, and I sent tweet pictures. Yeah. And she was very excited for me. Oh, yeah. But well, she I might steal one. She thought it was one kit, and I was like, no. Yes. two kits. So really, really briefly, I'm not going to go into all the colors, but... No, yeah, but you can talk about the... One kit is the um, Under My Rainbow oh, it's so kit pretty. by Knitted Wit. Um, she has four different um, kinds... Oh, no, I'm sorry. I think it's four. I think it's four different kinds of um, kits for this blanket. this blanket. Yeah, there's a few. I picked the Happy Birthday um, oh. kit, um, color kit, so... So that, it's all the same blanket? It's all the I same. I thought they were different blankets. No, they are different blankets. Oh, they are? Yeah, the ones I bought. Um, but this is the, um, Under My Rainbow, and it's mostly because the main color is Funfetti. Oh, okay. Which I really love. So it's, like, white with just a bunch of speckly rainbow. Like rainbowy. Yeah. yeah. It's really and then pretty. it comes with a bunch of mini skeins. Yeah, and it's very bright, and so what the pattern is, the pattern is, um, Under My Rainbow. Hold yeah, on, let me get under, it. It's right here. Oh, there it is. I'll put it there. Under My Rainbow by Debbie Stone. Yeah. And it's it's basically like um, the main color is this funfetti color, and mm-hmm. then the little um, mini skeins are stripes. Um, 
parallel stripes going through the blanket. And then there's like a little bit of texture on the main color. Um, yeah, I really, really like. Is it, I don't know. I can't tell from this. I've seen the pattern before on Instagram. Yeah. Um, but I'm not sure what... It's hard to tell from this picture. Is it like garter or feather and fan or something? So the stripes are like garter stitch. Yeah. The rainbow stripes, the solids are... Uh, or garter. Okay, so the main color, yeah, you're right. It looks like a textured stitch pattern. Yeah. I don't I know. Think it's on the next page. I think it's just like, like. Oh yeah. It's like um. Sorry. It has like a little. Sorry guys, you're rustling. A chart. Yeah. Or maybe it's on the next page. Rainbow section. Oh here. Yeah, you see it. It's a rain. It's a chart, but it's like you're right. It's only like five stitches wide by six rows. It's just like a textured stitch. Yeah. Okay. It's super simple. Knits and pearls. Um, I really like it because of, it's very, very colorful. You're making it for me? I know. It's really cute. I'm not sure who I'm making it for. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about making it for, like, another baby eventually. Yeah. Um, not, I'm not sure if we're having another baby yet, but I mean, like, I'd like to. Yeah. So, um, you know. So, it comes with, let's see here. Me knitting takes a few years, so... Might as well start now. Yeah, right. It looks like it comes with one and a half skeins. Yeah. Of the, the main, main color, color, the funfetti. And then it comes with, let's see. Ooh. And then you used 520 yards of contrast color, and she sent you, let me see, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. Maybe 13 or 14 um, mini skeins? I think they're 13, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I'm really excited this is about very it. Very cute. This is the knitted with um kit. Yeah, you just bought it from just from her, right? Yeah, I just bought it directly from yeah. her. And um She has great stuff. She has beautiful things. Yeah. I really like knitting with her yarn. Yeah. And what I really like about this kit is art obviously the colors. Right, we love both. Um, but also so this kit is the picture. Right, right. That is the picture yeah. of the, on the pattern. Okay. Um which I really like because, you know, sometimes I wanna know what it's gonna look like. Um, I love that funfetti. So that's my one kit. So, okay, so it's the Under the Rainbow pattern in the Happy Birthday colorway. Yes. Okay. Got it. So then what's the next one? And then the second thing I bought, um, which is just massive, because I bought the, massive. um, crib size, not the stroller size. So the Under My Rainbow is stroller size. No, uh, yes, it comes in one size, yes. Yeah, which means it's, stroller size is bigger than crib? No, stroller size is smaller. Oh, smaller than crib? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so this is the crib size, which is what I think I will eventually knit for myself. Um, it's the Bounce Blanket okay. by Tin Can Knits. I love Tin Can Knits. Tin Can Knits. So the Bounce oh, Blanket actually... Oh, I love this one. Yeah, so this actually comes in um, a book, like a booklet. So I bought yeah. the booklet, actually, and it came with a free PDF. Okay, well, just so you guys know, I'm not sure how long it lasts, but Tin Can Knits, they have a sale every year, mm -hmm. um, and they ha it's going on right now. It's like their summer sale, and it's buy one pattern, get one free. Oh, nice. And it works on all of their patterns published under, you know, their Tin Can Knits. Um, it's like, their single patterns, though, right? No, you can buy, like, if you bought two books, uh -huh. like, you get one book free. Like, you oh, know what I mean? Cool. So you could theoretically, like, I've done this before. I've, like, stopped up on a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, so anyway, if anyone else that. is interested, I bought it a while ago yeah, no, I know. I'm just, yeah. just reminded me of that. So, uh, I've seen this blanket. It's really, really pretty. It's called Bounce and it's in the, um, which colorway? It's Rainbow Magic. Rainbow Magic. Um, the main color is called Unicorn Eggs. Oh my God. Yeah. That's amazing. Which is like a rainbowish color, but the, the main color is kind of the like The base gray. is sort of like a, yeah. It's like a dirty like gray. Like a tonal gray. Yeah. So it's just a little diluted or subdued yeah um, it's not like bright bright 
Um, I really, really like this one. It was my favorite out mm -hmm. of all the kits. Um, and so basically the pattern is, it looks like chevron, but it's not. It's like a bounce. It's like a, yeah. a lacy pattern where the holes of the bounce go up it and almost, down like some kid bouncing a ball. Oh, you're right. I've never even noticed that. Yeah, yeah. It does kind of look like chevron or feather and fan. That's that shape. That's yeah. sort of up, down sort like of a wave. Shape. Yeah, like a wave. And then in between those sections, which are like sort of in a rainbow order, mm -hmm. it's like garter stitch. Yeah. And I guess that's the main color? Yeah, that's the main color. So rainbow... Magic, which colorway is that? Like, is that just like rainbow order? No. Oh, here. Which one is it? Um, I think it. Man, you have a color printer. I'm so jealous. <laughs> I don't have a color printer. I printed at work. I, I don't. We, I don't know if we have one at work. Really? I think we have one somewhere, but I don't have the. You know, oh, I'm gonna the, tell the, you a secret. The path to it. I'm gonna tell you a secret. I'm gonna tell everyone a secret. Okay. I was printing all these patterns. Yeah. The toner ran out. Oh. So. Basically, then I couldn't print out anything for the rest of the day. Uh -huh. No one could print anything from the downstairs printer because we didn't have our you office didn't have manager. An extra? Our office manager is really not a very great, good great office manager. And so lovely girl, lovely not girl. a good office manager. Not a good office manager. So we had no toner printer oh, yeah. like at all. And I'm pretty sure that when we get it on Monday, I still have like five patterns in the queue waiting to be printed out. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's funny. Whoops. So, um, so in the pattern that you know you print out the color, the yeah. The colorways are actually, there's like a little sort of key with the colorways. Yeah. Did you get, which one's Rainbow Magic? The set. Because there's a rainbow that's more like Roy G. Bib rainbow, and then there's one that's more like a pastel neon rainbow. I think it's that one. It's the middle one? Yeah. Okay. So this one starts with like hot pinks and goes to purples and blues and then lime greens. Yeah. That looks about right. I'd have to look. It is um, on her, um, okay. on the kits, I think. Like, on the Ravelry page, I think it actually does say... Oh, I'm sure. Because it, it lists, like, yeah. in the order. How, right. Because which one she, you get in which okay. order. Okay. So you know which yeah. way to go. In, I really like this blanket. I How much was this blanket. one? This kit? I feel like... The bounce. The bigger one. I feel like it was 140 Okay. It might not have been 140 It could have been cheaper than that. Okay. To be honest with you, I both I bought both of them at the same time. Mm. Together, they were 250 Okay. Together they were. I think I know. I think I looked at the. Cause I, I was actually was on the. I, was, 90 I was on the Knitted Wit website recently, and I think the kit from there was probably about eighty or ninety dollars. Yeah. So I feel like yeah. the the bounce is the because again I got crib size. I got the bigger size. So how big is crib so, size? It's like my other baby. It's like the blueberries baby blanket. Oh, uh, okay. Because that's how big it has to like. It's supposed to fit in their crib, which is funny because you know like babies aren't supposed to sleep with blankets in their crib. In their crib. You're gonna have so many like, ends to weave in. To I know. Don't talk. You know. You I'm know. just saying. You bought it. I'm just. I'm just. I don't want to think about it. You know how I am. You know okay. how I am. Everyone knows how I am. Oh. So yeah, I'm aware. Okay. Sorry, I'm closing this. Yeah. But yeah, that was my retail therapy. Excellent. Thank you. <laughs> Well, I went See, to, I get nothing for, like, six months, and then BAM! Yeah. Uh, I went to one yarn store when I was at home. Uh, I thought about going up to Oakland or Berkeley to one of the uh, other yarn stores up there, but I was hot and I was too lazy, so I decided to take my mom to one that was close to us. It's called Uncommon Threads. I think it's in Los Gatos or Los Altos, one of those places. Mm -hmm. not too far from us. And it's a cute store. I've been there before. It's... I don't come there all the time. It's not, like, my favorite. No, for no reason. It's not like that, you know. It's just that they have a... They do have a lot of commercial yarns, but, like, 
a good selection of them, like a lot of Shibui and like Barocco and like Cascade. But they also carry like Jameson and Smith if you like to do color work. And so they have a good mix of stuff. It's just I don't, for whatever reason, we don't get up there that often. Um, but since we're the closest one, I decided to take my mom there just to hang out for a couple hours. Nice. And um, I wasn't going to buy anything, um, but as I'm almost sitting there, she usually will sit and chat with people who, if anyone's sitting there, you know what I mean? And she was talking to this uh, very nice lady who was working on a shawl out of some beautiful red yarn. And so when I came over, um, you know, to get my mom, she was like, oh, look at this, you know, look at what she's making. And it was very nice. And my mom seemed to really like it. And so I ended up buying two skeins of that yarn in a different colorway to make my mom something, basically. Oh, nice. You know what I mean? She always makes fun of me. She's like, you're always supposed to make me all this kinds of stuff, but you never do. Aww. I mean, it's just because, you know, you buy things, and you're like, I'm going to make this, and then you just make other stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's how so she always makes fun of me. So, anyway, the yarn was, or is... Oh, it's pretty. Malabrigo. Our pal Malabrigo. This ooh, is their... It's like a... Ooh, it's yeah. pretty. It's just their baby silk paca lace base, and... I've never used this base before, though I've seen it, and it's uh, 50 grams each, and it's 420 yards in each skein, and it's 70% baby alpaca and 30% silk, and it's a lace weight, applied lace weight, and the colorway I got is called Zara Zamora, which is a really beautiful, I would say, like, grayish purple with hints of blue. Yeah. Um, it's lovely. Yeah, it's really nice. They had some nice colors. Uh, the one, the woman was working in a beautiful red. I think it was Ravelry red, but the two skeins they had didn't match, mm -hmm. you know, how yeah. Malbrigo is sometimes. And so I didn't want to get those. Um, and we went back and forth with a couple other colors. But then we ended up on this one because it's kind of different than what my mom usually gets. She likes a lot of, like, bright colors. When we just thought this, she just thought this was pretty and would match stuff. So... That's all I bought, and they're very affordable. It's like eleven fifty a skein, which isn't bad. I bought two, so I'm gonna make my mom a shawl with it. It's pretty. Which I'll talk about in cute because I think I picked one. Oh, good. Yeah. And that's all I bought. Do you wanna go to cute then? Yeah. Yay! Yeah. All right. So for the Malabrigo silk paca, I went through you know Ravelry. I love the Rav, and I think I decided on a free pattern called uh, Morgan by Vita Jezek. I think that's how you say her name, I hope. She is the person behind Hedgehog Fibers. Oh, nice. And if you've never been to their website, she actually puts out a bunch of free patterns. Um, you know, every few months she'll put out, like, a pattern, like, crazy scars with, you know, striping. Very... Very fun, you know. If you you know if you've seen their stuff that like Stephen West makes in Hedgehog Fibers, it's very in that style. A lot of stripes and like hot pinks and neons and a lot of good ways to use up scraps because mm -hmm. she mixes a lot of colors. You know what I mean? So yeah, she has a lot of free patterns, and I found this one, and it's just a it's a triangular shawl uh, lace. Uh, I didn't bring I think I printed it, but I didn't bring a copy of it here, and. It fit within the yardage that I had, and I think it'll be a pretty decent size. I was kind of bummed. I thought maybe I should have bought a third skein just in case, but I didn't because I wanted to be cost effective. Um, but I don't want it to be like a chocolate or something. Right. But since it's lace weight, I think if I just 
you know, use a pretty big needle and block it well, I think I can get a pretty good size out of it. So this is, yeah, it's a free pattern. You can just go to, I think it's just on the Hedgehog Fibers website, and you can just download, um, you can download it. They have, you know, you click on it, and it opens a PDF, which is nice, because I hate having to print stuff from websites, and it's just the web page. Yeah. That just never prints out well. Yeah. It's like, PDF, please, guys. Yeah. Please. So that's up in the queue. I'm going to actually wind the yarn for that really soon. Cool. Because I don't want my mom to say, where's that shawl? You never made me that shawl. Yeah. Well, at least then you'll have it right there, so yeah. it'll remind you to make it. Exactly. And Plus, I should wind it now because I hate winding. And uh, I'm queued another shawl. Uh, see, I'm like just, it's all shawls all the time. The other shawl I queued is, I think, the number one pattern on Ravelry right now. And it is called... The oh, it's not number one right now. It's number three. It was number one yesterday. Huh. It's the Wonder Woman shawl by Carissa Browning. Oh, right. And it's a free pattern. Uh, I think it's going to be free forever. Um, it didn't say limited. And basically, it is a shawl in red and yellow, the Wonder Woman sort of traditional colors. And it's just done with really clever increases and decreases uh, to be sort of in a triangular shape, but then. Oh, that's pretty. The yeah. red is the background, and then it has sort of the Wonder Woman W logo in the middle of it. It looks really cool. You guys have probably seen it, but if you haven't, check out uh, Wonder Woman Wrap with Carissa Browning. It's just really fun. And then she has pictures, like, you know, wearing it. It still looks actually, it doesn't look too, when you spread it out, it looks very Wonder Woman-y, but when you, like, wear it, it still looks like a normal shawl. It's really pretty. Yeah, it's really pretty. You know who would love that? Who? Leticia. Really? Yeah, Wonder Woman's her girl. Oh, is she? Yeah. Oh, good to know. So I don't think I have any appropriate yarn. I don't know if I have any that took a solid red and a solid sort of gold yellow. Yeah. But I think I'm going to be dyeing with some friends in the next couple weeks. Oh, so you can maybe dye some? Yeah, so maybe I can just dye, you know, it's only like two skeins of yarn, I think. Um, I don't think it would be too hard. So we'll see. But that's really fun. And wow, it came out only about a week ago, and there are already 104 projects people have started. Wow. Which I love. That's, great. that's amazing. Do you have anything cute? No, I mean, I cued the under the my blanket. rainbow. Yeah, and the bounce. So. Which one are you going to start first? I think under my rainbow. Okay. Only because it seems easy. And it's smaller. Yeah. Probably do that one first. Okay. But that's it for me. Okay, what do we, what's next? I'm not sure. Um, I don't think I have anything else. Is that it for knitting? I think that's it. Okay. I think that's it for knitting. Thanks All right. Thanks for listening, knitters. Yeah, well, you can keep listening, but yeah. if you don't want to, you can tune out, but we're going to move into non-knitting segments. All right. Oh, my God. Let's talk about what we're watching. Okay. Okay, no spoilers, but I finally watched Sherlock. Oh, season four? Yeah. Oh. Oh. Did you like it? I did like it. Okay. I did like it. Did you know that they are separated now? Yeah. I'm so bummed. Martin Freeman and Amanda, I don't know how to say your last name. I don't know either. Um, but he plays Mary and Watson. Yeah. So his real life wife plays... Is Mary. Yeah. His Watson's wife, wife. Yeah. Plays Watson's wife in the Sherlock series. Yeah. But they recently... Separated, which is a bummer. And I was reading an article. He said that yeah, he, they filmed the whole fourth season separated. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, that's rough. I mean, I don't know anything about anyone's lives except you know what you read in the 
the internet, I would say the tabloids, but yeah. the internet, and I read a short interview with her where she just said, yeah, like, you know, they'd grown apart because he had been away filming a lot for, like, The Hobbit and stuff, and, you know, like, at this point, she was like, we just make better friends, and, like, we're still really yeah. close, and, like, you know, they have, I think, at least one kid. Yeah, two kids. Two, yeah. So I hope that's actually true. And they are friends, and everything's cool. Yeah. I like to seem, think of that. Yeah, <laughs> like, they seem very... I think still get along, even if they split up. Well, I think that it's nice, just even in the interviews that they've done, they've yeah. both been very respectful of the other person. Right, so. no bad-mouthing. Yeah, so... Unlike your pal, Rob and Black China. <laughs> I hear there's all kinds of drama with them. I don't usually follow crazy celebrity gossip, but sometimes it sneaks in. I know. And they're crazy. Did I talk about that? The time we... You, you've told me... So you, we want were, to tell the, you want to tell the viewers, the yeah, listeners? Yeah, it'll be really quick. Yeah. So I, when when I first had the blueberry, I was in a mommy and me class, and I was there one day after a mommy and me class, and they were filming, and they just said, "Hey, listen, you know, there's filming going on. If you don't want to be on, just leave leave early." But we're all there because you know we're all moms. We're all on maternity. Just how LA leave. is. Yeah, and we're just chatting and stuff. Everyone films everywhere all the time. So we leave, and I'm with my friend, my new mommy friend. Um, Rachel and her baby, and I'm with my baby, right? And if you've this seen me, little. this is when she's little, little, right? She's little, little, and yeah. we're, she's both. We're, we, she must have been like three months. I think we were. They were right. both three months. Okay. Two, three months. So they're both little, and um, they're in the infant carriers. You know that click into the car seat. So we're leaving, and suddenly a woman comes in. I don't know who she is. Like yeah. she's obviously a celebrity of some kind because cameras are following her. Yeah. Well, at least she thinks she's a celebrity. And she's going around the store, like looking at stuff and everything. And they're like, I said, like I don't know who this woman is. And some of my other mom friends knew who she were you was. At a store? I don't know. Or at... Yeah, we were at the store. Was a mommy and me like? Yeah, that's where the class is. Oh, it's okay, at the store. okay. It's a store. I didn't realize. And so we were there, and then she's wandering around stuff. So we're about to leave, <laughs> and uh, she's. Very nice. I mean, she seems very nice. I don't know. I know nothing about this woman. Right, right. But she looks at me, and she looks at the baby, and then she looks at my friend Rachel. Rachel's white, by the way. Yeah. And she looks Kimberly's at that not. baby. I am <laughs> Korean. Yeah. And she looks at both the babies, and she's like, oh, they're so cute. You know, like, oh, that's very sweet. And, like, me and Rachel like, thank you. You know, that's, like, really, really super yeah. sweet. She goes, are they twins? And, like, I know there's a camera on me, but I'm trying to school my reaction yeah like a look like not to, to not look super look mean super confused slash like are you stupid kind of because yeah. usually i'm sorry like asian babies look like they're asian babies granted the blueberry is half right white half asian but she still but looked it, like an asian yeah. baby but she, I mean, it was just very funny. I mean, I she's like, are they twins? And so there was literally silence for, like, I don't think it made it like into five the show. Seconds, yeah. yeah. I've never seen the show, but apparently there was, like, a good five-second silence. And Rachel was very sweet, and she was like, no, 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 they're not twins. She's like, oh, that's, I mean, she was very nice I mean, I feel us. like. It's not like that. Yeah, but. and I don't think it was really anything that she meant to be offensive. I think it was more, like, you know, when you meet people and you don't know what to say, and she was like, oh, are they, like, you know, it probably just popped out of her mouth. Yeah. And then she probably I, realized it after she said it that it didn't make sense, but she'd already said it. Well, also, I think you're giving her a lot of credit. Well, yeah. Me. But, you know, I was just, I, I tried not to, like, one, burst out laughing, two, give her a really confused WTF look. Yeah. Or three, look at the camera with any of those looks. Right. Because the cameras were on us. And then we had to sign waivers after we left. Yeah. And she had actually cornered one of our other mommy and me friends and her son. And she held him and stuff. And I, I don't oh. know if that made the show either. Was she but pregnant? She had just... 
she, so she hadn't announced she was pregnant yet, oh, okay. but they knew she was pregnant, and so she was there to, like, look for baby stuff. So, yeah, right. it was, like, right before they announced yeah. she was pregnant, and they were filming for the reality oh, show. Okay. But for, and, like, again, she was perfectly fine. I don't, but to me, I was just kind of like, seriously, what? girl? Like, <laughs> yeah. Okay, but that was, it was funny. So, anyway, yeah. yeah that was but funny. anyway, they're going through They're like, that's Black China. I was like, who? I don't know, yeah. <laughs> They're having some kind of a feud right now. They're always having a feud. It's, like, not good, though. Yeah. Anyway. But, I mean, how... Did you like Sherlock Season 4? I did like Sherlock <clears throat> Season 4. I thought... It's pretty dark. It's very dark. I liked it that it was so dark. I like how Sherlock and John's... I'm not going to give anything away. Right. Their relationship kind of changes. And it does right. strain, but also grow on lots mm-hmm. of ways. Um, I really liked that last episode when everything's kind of tied together. Um, I'm trying to remember now. <clears throat> and... We really liked the second episode. I mean, it was just a very solid season. Mm-hmm. Um, Iron Muffin was funny because he's like you. He's, I was like, we have to watch it. We have to watch it. Like, the last one. He's like, no, I don't want to watch it. And I was like, why? And he's like, I want to save it. Because <laughs> then it's over. And I was like, oh, that's something Twee would say. I was like, I'm watching it without you. And he was like, no, don't watch it without me. And I'm like, well, I'm watching it tonight. And then he's like, hmm. Well, he just has to. Yeah, and then he has to. Well, so. that's what happens when you're married. Yeah. yeah. So I really liked Sherlock. Um, that's good. I enjoyed it immensely. Yeah. yeah. You should watch that. I should watch it again. Well, I, I mean, like it's so watching, short. No, but I like watching Sherlock's again because yeah. you pick up on stuff that you didn't pick up on the first time. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I watched. Okay. How about you? Do you watch anything else? Uh, no, I, I think I might have had something, but my notes are over there. I just really care about Sherlock. Okay. Um, when I was home for the weekend, I took my parents to see Baby Driver. Oh, was it good? I liked it. Um, I didn't really know much about it. It's Edgar Wright. Yeah, it's Edgar Wright, who did Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz and a bunch of other stuff. I love um, Hot Fuzz. Uh, I do, too. I love Shaun of the Dead, too. And, <clears throat> yeah, so Baby Driver, I didn't really know a ton about it, except that it starred that guy from The Fault in Our Story. Elgort. Elgort. Yeah, from The Fault in Our Stars. And he's got, like, such a baby face. Well, I mean, it kind of, yeah, it kind of works for this, too. Um, he's supposed to be young. He is young. Um, and it's basically sort of, a, like, the prim- the original premise is, like, it's like a heist movie. Like, these people are pulling bank jobs and robberies and stuff, and he's the getaway driver. And Kevin Spacey's in it. My mom, we didn't know anything really about him. I think my mom had read a review or two, uh or seen it on the news or something, and she said she wanted to see it, and I said, okay, and then we were sitting there, and, like, the, you know, the opening credits, and then Kevin Spacey's name comes on, she's like, oh, Kevin Spacey. I love Kevin Spacey. <laughs> I was like, yeah, she's like, she's like, he's in good stuff, and I'm like, yeah, we love Kevin Spacey. Anyway, so, <clears throat> so, yeah, it was really good. It's kind of a really tense movie, and it's funny, too, but not in sort of that, oh, an overt way, you know, very Edgar wright yeah. you know what I mean? And, but you should definitely watch it, um, because the music plays a huge part in it. Have you read any articles on it? No. Because the music plays a huge part in it, and because Baby, the Ansel, his character listens to music all the time in his headphones. And so when he drives, when he walks, a lot of, you know what I mean? Like, that kind of stuff. You know the beginning of Shaun of the Dead, where he walks to the convenience store, and there's, like, music, and it's kind of very, like the way he walks on the beat and he, like, goes to the convenience store and stuff. There's, like, a lot of that sort of stuff in it. And the songs, like, that they use have a lot of, like, sort of meaning into what's happening, Mm -hmm. you know? And, 
Yeah. I don't know how to explain it. But, like, the music's really important. It sounds awesome. I like because of, like, what we do. Like, like, I think you will appreciate it. Uh Uh-huh. Though, uh, the movie came out of the UK, so you can imagine (gasps) how that is. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Like, an insider music licensing thing. You Like, yeah. Films done out of different countries have different price structures. Yeah. Yeah. And... Did you license for that film? No, it went through the UK, so our international person did it. Oh, right, right. Yeah, and now people are like, oh, like, hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's yeah. just sort of a work thing. But because of that, like, because... People are always like, oh, it's this little film out of the UK. Yeah, and the UK, like, it's like, not going to make what? it. Yeah, it's not going to... It's, it's like a really tiny budget, and which I'm not saying isn't true, but, like, for stuff like this, like, you know it's going to have a big eye. And it's doing really well. It's doing really well. It's doing really well. And the music is, like, intrinsic. It's not just oh, background got, uses. No, like, got, intrinsic got, like, to the story. I got a little, re- I got a request, and I'm like, this is an indie film with Chris Evans. And I'm like, really? Really? Yeah. Is Chris Evans, really? This, no, I've gotten, no. quote-unquote, indie films with Brad Pitt in them. And yeah, I've gotten indie films with Brad Pitt. I'm like, mm, is it indie? Is it? <sighs> yeah. So, I'm yeah. pretty sure Brad Pitt is I'm getting sure I know paid. Ex- yeah, I'm sure I know exactly what kind of... You, you, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Um, yeah. But there's, you know, he's just queen, because Edgar Wright loves queen. That's yeah, awesome. And there's a lot of, yeah, a lot of really good music. I can't wait to see it. I, I was thinking about maybe getting a babysitter to see that one, because I, I really think, liked it. I mean, there's, and there's a lot of really good car driving. Yeah, I think Iron Man. I, I think Iron Man would really like that. He likes Edgar Wright, too, yeah. like, in general. Yeah, the only thing for me is if you get motion sickness, yeah. you might want to, like, just be a little careful, because because of the way it's shot, there's a lot of, like, sort of single shots where they're following someone and going, like, like 360s, yeah. you know, and stuff, and... There were a couple times when I did feel a little, like, like sick. Yeah. But that's because I get motion sickness really easily. Yeah. You know, the whole movie isn't like that. It's not all, like, POV or anything weird like that. But if you're really sensitive, I would just maybe be aware. You might have to close your eyes a couple times, which yeah. is what I did. Cool. So what are you reading? Did you read at all? Are you in a slump? No. I read, a, like, four books, but wow. I can't remember all of them right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. I read a couple of historical romances. That was fun. I bought a whole pack. I went to Half Price Books, mm-hmm. and sometimes they'll do this thing where they'll sort of pre-package a, like a group of books and sell them really cheap. Mm-hmm. And they do that a lot in the romance section because they have like so many romances. Yeah. And they just had this, they had several of them, but I looked through like the three or four they had and picked this one pack that was sort of in rainbow colors of like 10 historical romances for $10. Nice. It's pretty amazing. So nice. I'm excited to break into that. Um, but I also read a book, which I think you've read already, called Redheaded Stepchild. I haven't read that one. Oh, you haven't? Okay. Oh, I have it, yeah. Uh, it's a book by Jay Wells, and it's an urban fantasy series. I think there's like four or five books in it. And it's about... Uh, a character named, I think her name is Sabina. I don't, is Sabina or Sabina? Sabina, right? S-A-B-I-N-A. I think Sabina. I would yeah. say Sabina. And she is a, a half-blood, basically, or mixed-blood. She's half-vampire, half-mage. And But in this world, mages and vampires hate each other, and basically the mixing of the races was outlawed a long time ago. And usually, like, the babies are killed before they're, you know, grow up. Yeah. But because her mom was the daughter of someone really high up on the vampire council, the, you know, they, they let the baby come to term, and then, like, the mom died and the dad died 
and this baby was left, and they, the vampires raised her, but, like, basically she's treated as, or, you know, in this, in this version, too, um, you can tell vampires because they all have red hair, some sort of red hair. If it's, like, light red, it's, like, you're pretty young. If you have dark red hair, um, you're old, an older vampire. Mm-hmm. And there's actual redheads. Like, humans ha- are, still have red hair, so she said, she says, like, it's easy to blend in because so many humans have red hair, too. But she has, like, half red hair and half black hair. It's, like, red and black because she has, is half mage. But anyway, she's treated as a redheaded stepchild. Her, like, grandma is like, this really tough, domineering woman who basically always tells, like, brings up her mixed blood as, like, a... It's, like, something she always has to overcome, you know what I mean? Like, and she's always treated like a lesser person. And she becomes an assassin because, basically, that's the only, like, occupation open to someone of mixed blood. Mm-hmm. Like, she can do their bidding and kill people, but she can't become part of the council or anything because she's not pure blood. Anyway, um, she's going through this, you know, killing people for them, and her grandma asks her to infiltrate this organization who they think might be trying to overthrow the vampires. And in the midst of all that, she starts to uncover stuff about the vampires and her dad and, you know, her loyalties are tested kind of thing. So, it's a really fun series. How many books are there? I know there's two. Are there no, there's, two? I think, at least four now. Oh, good. Yeah. And I bought the first... I bought it... Well, I was also at Half Price Books, and this was in sort of the clearance section. I think it was $2 or yeah. something, and I've always wanted to read it, and so I just bought it and then read it in the next, like, day or two. Nice. It was really... It was fun. I'm definitely going to read the next one. Awesome. Yeah. What have you been reading? Oh, well, I want to talk about Day of the Duchess, because I finished that. So oh, yeah. So, remember, we... Um, read it a while ago. Yes, um, by uh, that Sarah McLean. Sarah McLean. Yes. And um, yeah, I finally, it came out Tuesday and I downloaded my Kindle and I finished it last night and it was so much fun. <laughs> Wasn't it good? It was so good. So really re- quick recap. It's yeah. a woman who marries a guy. She traps him to be her, they have this nice romance, but then she, um, her, by her family, she traps is pressured into trap. Yeah. Because she's afraid that suddenly he won't ask her to marry him. She gets... It's just a whole thing back then, right? She's yes. like, so, yeah. So she pressures him, and then because he realizes he's been tricked, he kind of banishes her. Yeah, because then he thinks their whole, he thinks all of her feelings were made up. Yeah. You know what I mean? So this is her coming back three years later asking for a divorce. And in that time, he has realized that he actually really loves her. Yeah. And he's he, been searching yeah. for her, and he wants to keep her, and he wants her to fall in love with him again. Right. Meanwhile, she has realized that she is completely, completely in love with him, but she really wants her freedom. She wants to be able to own property. She does not want to be yeah. a duchess anymore. She is, yeah. like, really upset with the way that she was treated, and also there's a couple of other things, like yeah, that, yeah. emotional things that I'm not going to give away, yeah. that... Um, They're, they both did bad things they to both each did other. Really bad things. Yeah. So, anyway, um, it's, like, a really fast read. It's so... so you're, like, so invested. Uh, that last scene of, in the courthouse? Oh, so yeah. Good. The last scene in the courthouse was so great. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was just a really, really fun historical romance. It's yeah. probably one of the best ones I've read in a yeah, really she's, long time. She's a good writer. Um, yeah. the, it's the third book in the series. You don't have to read the other two, mm-hmm. I don't think. The first you don't have to. is with the s- siblings. Is yeah, with the siblings. so it's like all, yeah, it's all the siblings, basically, in this one family. I'm going to read the first one. You should. Did they're you good. read the first one? Oh, I've read all of them. Like, oh, I usually read, read in order, okay. yeah. yeah. Um, they're yeah. good. So I'm going to read the first one, um probably try to find it. But see, it's funny, too, because if you read, I think, the first or second one, I can't remember, this sister and her husband, they yeah. do pop up. Yeah, not and, part, yeah. And I, I was like, oh, man, this guy seems like a 
dick. Yeah, you know. You, but then you realize she then, throws him into the pond, right? Or something, you yes. Know? But then when you read this book, you realize like what led up to that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. No, it's super emotionally satisfying and very swoony, and oh, yeah, it's, good. it's just so much fun. I mean, I'm glad I you liked insane. it. I loved it, and I was reading it till way past my bedtime <laughs> because I'm like, oh, I, I had like lunches all last um, this week for like work and stuff for work, so I was like, no, if I don't read it during lunch, like yeah. then I have to wait until at night. So I was trying to read it. I was reading it at night, like into the night. It was great. That's awesome. I wish I could read it again. I know. Well, now time. you're making me kind of want to read it again. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. so much fun. So. I might read it. I'm not yeah. gonna read the first one. But. I had the ebook, but I might go buy like the actual paperback. Yeah, because I mean, it's fun. Like those, yeah. those romance books are fun when it's the actual paperback. Mm-hmm. I feel like I think so, so too. Yeah, it has a, it's a cute cover. It's yeah. very. Thank romance. God the covers are good. Yeah, the covers are nice. Yeah, you just never know sometimes with romance. Mm, yeah. But yeah, I read that. That was so much Yay, fun. Yeah, I'm glad you read it. I was so happy when it popped up on my Kindle. I was like, oh, it's that day. It's the day it pops up. Yeah. Did it pop up at midnight or 9 p.m.? It popped up at 9 p.m. Yeah. And now, like, midnight Eastern time. Yeah, and I realized that the next book, that the only other book I had pre-ordered that's going to pop up is that new J.R. Ward book. Yeah. So, and that's the end. That's the beginning of August, I think. Yeah, there's a new J.R. Ward book so, in her Bourbon King series? Yeah. Bourbon something series? Yeah. You told me to skip the second one. Yeah, you don't need to. I'm skipping the second one. Just go to the third. Let's okay. Move on. So I think that that's like going to be exciting. But yeah. Awesome. Super good, good, huh? Yeah. It's okay. Your chair made a noise. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, that's it for us, guys. Yeah, that is it for us. Thanks for chilling. Thanks for joining us. Stay cool. Yeah. And we'll talk to you guys. Um, ooh, couple weeks. Well, ooh, I might be gone. You might be gone. Yeah. Next week is. Oh, when's Comic-Con? Comic-Con's like 20, 20th, 20th. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, well, okay. we'll talk like in maybe yeah. four, it could be four yeah. weeks. We'll see. We'll either try to record before that or either that or we're going to have to wait till after, guys. So, um, yeah. But thanks for joining us. Yeah, bye, guys. Bye. You can find all the show notes on the blog at twistedstitchespodcast.blogspot.com. You can find me, Twee, on Ravelry as Fishgirl182 and Kimberly as Kimberly Buggy. You can also find the podcast on Instagram as Twisted Stitches Podcast. We also have a great Ravelry group that you should definitely join. Thanks for listening.